Welcome to episode 33 of Re-Educating Dad. My name is Tony Coe, or to you, dear listener, Big Tone, and this is the weekly intergenerational talk show where I get re-schooled in how to think and act by my darling daughter and co-host, Tony Coe Brooker. Isn't that right, little Tony? Sure is. (laughs) I didn't think you'd have a quarrel with that introduction. (laughs) Nope. No quarrel for me. <laughs> so on the show today, uh, once again, we have three generations represented because we're joined and we're delighted to be joined by my grandson, Ben. Hello, Ben. Hey. Good to have you. Very good to have you on the show. Uh, personally, I find it fascinating to get uh, different generational perspectives because I think when you're born does to some degree determine how you think about issues and today we're asking the question should the UK bring back capital punishment so why don't we start with you Ben what are your thoughts on this question um well my belief is that we shouldn't uh, at all bring back uh, capital punishment uh for two reasons uh, mainly uh one being is that I believe that in politics and just in life we should do our utmost to uh, maintain the human rights and obviously it goes without saying the capital punishment um uh breaks the right to life that uh, should be unalienable and also the fact that there's that no actual evidence that um the death penalty deters um uh criminals from uh doing acts like rape um murder and general violence there, there's no evidence to suggest it's a it's a deterrent in any way um so, on, yeah. your, on your first point, Ben, um, mm. but that's very clear, but on your first point on the human rights aspect, breaking the human rights, yeah. what about breaking the human rights, what about the murderer breaking the human rights of the victim? You know, let's say your mother was, your mother, darling Jackie, was murdered. <laughs> um, how would you feel about, well, I mean, obviously you wouldn't feel good about it. <laughs> that was no. kind of, That's a kind of stupid question that journalists asked how did you feel when your baby got run over um <laughs> uh, no uh, ha- you know would you not feel that her human rights have been violated by the murderer of course like uh, the but then that's why it's it's a crime to to do that but i i don't think i don't think killing the other the, the person the perpetrator does has any effect at all apart from maybe give yourself the 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 victims of the the person who was murdered um a sense of justice or or vengeance but i don't think that does does anything to prevent further further murder um from other people and and so i just don't don't think it's necessary how do you know it's not a deterrent um research people are still murdering (laughs) yeah yeah we actually don't have the death penalty tony (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> go on well we do we do in some places no no i'm talking about this is about the uk but we can bring in i mean obviously the cat the the center of death penalties uh, the prosecution of the death penalty is the united states i'm sure we'll get to that just sticking with the uk for the moment where we have not had the death penalty since it was abolished by parliament in 1969 how do you know ben that the death penalty doesn't deter 
previous, I did research prior to to uh, the podcast, and there's absolutely no evidence that um, in, in places where the death penalty has uh, been introduced, they're having any effect on the the uh, rate of uh, crimes like like murder and rape. There's just simply no evidence. You are correct they've... about you are correct about that. I was just. Mm. I was just pressing you to see if you had, <laughs> okay. had the evidence. Okay. What about, what about uh, I suspect that you'll be in total agreement, Tony. I am. Actually, I like hearing your grandson school you for a change. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't know um, what my position is yet. but uh, True. <laughs> I also um, don't see how it would make the criminal, criminal justice system any better if the punishment was death. Because if you're punishing someone for committing murder then it makes absolutely no sense to then murder them. <laughs> that just sounds ludicrous to me. Um, well, and also, of course, think... it were, just to pick you up on a, a technical point, it wouldn't be murder, would it? Because if, if uh, m- murder is, is a killing that's against the law, um, and uh, it wouldn't be against the law if the, if, if the justice system actually allowed um, somebody to be put to death. As a but doesn't that punishment? seem wrong, that the justice system can say when a death is... Is, is legally okay and when it isn't? Well, the justice system, I mean, to, uh, again, to be technical, the justice system isn't really saying that because it is a court and a jury that would find the person guilty. Um, and, uh, of course, we, ha- we don't have it here, but uh, to, to move on to the United States, the, the, in the United States... The Supreme Court at one point, I don't have the dates in front of me, but at some point, I recall, I think it was in the 1970s, the the Supreme Court in the United States effectively abolished the death penalty. Um, But it was brought back because there was such a sort of outcry from the individual states um, where they wanted to have the death penalty and... Um, but so the system was tweaked so that a trial a death penalty trial in the US now has to be in two stages I don't know if you're aware of this but it so you have the the, you have the guilt phase so that there's the first phase which decides whether the um the accused person is guilty or innocent, well, not or innocent, is guilty or not. And then, and then if found guilty, there is another phase in which it is decided whether the, whether, whether the, um, uh, the guilty person should get, uh, the capital should get death or should get life imprisonment. And that decision is made by the jury as well. And I guess the thing is, is that, sorry to cut in to your very long explanation. Well, I just wanted to say that, <laughs> no, I just, I think it's, I think it's relevant because I, 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 it is the jury making the decision, which I think is preferable. Um, I think it's preferable. It uh, is preferable. But that's what, people. that's what enabled the Supreme Court to reverse its decision that it had made earlier and, and said it was okay under the constitution anyway please go ahead tony i was going to say you know it's obviously the science has improved um to the point where the we would have to be able to prove without questionable doubt that someone was you know guilty of the crime that they had committed but you know back in the day 
we were killing people without any real proof. You know, mistakes were made all the time. And, you know, they, they would, you know, the criminal justice system would find out years later that they had executed the wrong person. But is that your only objection? I mean, I think it's a, I think that is a perfect. No, I've got lots of object. I've got lots of objections. All right. Well, please lay them out. Well, I think that Ben's already made the point. Well, no, we have, we spoke about this before, but you know, that economically it doesn't make sense to just hold, you know, hold people in prison um, because it it increases the reoffending rate. Whereas I think in the research in Norway, you'll probably back me up then, is that um, rehabilitation lowers the chances of um, reoffending to like 25% in five years, whereas there's yeah. like a 50% chance in one year if there's no rehabilitation. Can everyone um, be so rehabilitated? If, Are there people that can't be rehabilitated, do you think? I, I think that mental health plays a really, really big role in whether certain people can be um, rehabilitated or not i mean that there was an autopsy on this really awful murderer you know he he did committed the worst crimes and they did an autopsy on him and found out that there was something in his brain that was pushing against a, a, a part of his brain that would um set off almost like a receptor for rage or anger or something so that brought into question the whole concept was- of freedom of will Yes, well, I was going to come on to that. Was he the was he the shooter in the tower um, who shot people indiscriminately and killed them? I think he killed a number of people, shot them, but he left a and, and I think he was killed. I think what you what the Americans call suicide by police. Um, you know, he knew. He, in other words, he knew he was going to. It wasn't going to end well for him, and he essentially knew he was going to get shot by the police. They call that suicide no, this- by police. Uh, this guy, this guy left a this guy left a letter saying you should definitely look into my brain uh, because I don't know why I'm doing this, uh, but I can't help it, basically. And they did look into his brain and they did find that he had um, uh, a, a, an issue in his brain, which sounds very similar to the one you're describing, Tony. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I think the one that I'm talking about uh, is to do with someone that was repeatedly raping young women which is a horrible, horrible thought. Um, but again, it was, there was, a, again, a problem in his brain. So it's, it's, it's very, very tricky because we know so little about the brain and so little really about uh, mental health. You know, we were still giving electric shock treatment to people who were um, depressed 25 years ago, I think. So... I, I think it's such a complicated subject because we really have no idea what 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 people's triggers are. So I think that it's definitely going to be more complicated to rehabilitate certain people because we have so little, such little understanding of how the brain works, let and me, also because we me, don't have the resources to to re, you know do this kind of research and learn how certain personality types can um, respond to certain types of therapy, etc. Go on, Dad. Let me put a case to both of you and see what your reaction is. A real case. So um, I, I believe it was in Connecticut, and I can't remember how many years ago it was, uh, but two men broke into the house of a doctor, uh, his wife, and I believe it was two 
young, their two young daughters. They beat uh, the uh, doctor uh, about with a baseball bat to the point of almost death. Um, they then, in front of him, raped his 11-year-old daughter um, and his wife. Uh, they then strangled his wife to death. Uh, they then uh, tied the two daughters to a bed, doused them in petrol, um, and uh, set the house alight. So the uh, daughters uh, burnt, were burnt alive. And uh, the mother, and obviously the mother who was already dead, the two daughters died. The father actually survived. I'm not sure if that was Did he survive, the, best, the best out. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure if that was the best outcome for him, to be frank. Uh, so these people showed no remorse, whatever. So, do you not think that there are cases like that where it warrants the ultimate penalty? No. Let's start with Ben. Um, I don't. I don't think so. No, because I think if you, I think with cases like that, first you have to take a look at their. Um, you have to do a psychiatric assessment of them, and then and then you can, and I. I'm not sure the science behind it, but you have to look at whether they are, whether them as individuals are possible of um, rehabilitation, whether they can be treated for, for what they had, or was it, was it a mental uh, effect on that led to them doing it? Or was it uh, a social, like how they were brought up? And, and I just, I think that if you introduce, if you kill, just kill them, you, re you remove all sort of, you can't, you can't uh, ever go back. <laughs> you can't. You can't do do that research and find why out you, if they are if they can. Why be would you want to? Why would you want to? Because well, because we just we just spoke about the case where the guy um, in his had problems in it with his uh, mental state that led him to be, to be violent. Mm -hmm. And if you kill him, then you can't <laughs> investigate whether that was the case. Okay, supposing you, supposing you investigate it and you find that he just is a SOB. <laughs> then I, I, I think that life imprisonment is enough, I, I think. I mean, I, I just don't see the benefit of, of killing them because we don't live in a... We is there, don't is a, there a benefit in, in, in such people who, you know, I'm, I'm talking about people who show no remorse and people who actually get a thrill out of killing people, because there are plenty of such people in yeah. prisons. I don't doubt that. Um, you know, what, 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 what benefit are we getting by keeping them alive? Um, well, I just, I just don't see vengeance as the, as the solution to it. I just, we, live in a, we live in a world where we're taught not to seek vengeance on what people do no matter what they do, we're not supposed to, if someone steals from you, go and, and kill them. We let the, we let a uh, law and... Well, um, why is it any more vengeful than locking them up in a room for, uh, in confinement for the rest of their lives? Why, why is that any more vengeful? Because... You mean any less I vengeful? Just, any, sorry, any less vengeful. 
quite right. Thank I you. Do, well, because obviously something has to be done. Like they can't be uh, put back into society because they've been shown to be murderous, and um, uh, unless they obviously go through the correct rehabilitation, and not that's not saying that they can be. But I just don't think that. I don't think that killing them is the is the correct thing to do. I just don't think that we can take away someone's human right to life, even if they take away someone else's right to life. I just okay. don't think. What do you think, Tony? You're you're in agreement with that? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I th I think there need to be consequences for committing crimes, but I think the focus should be on rehabilitation. And I'm not beyond thinking that anyone uh, anyone's impossible of rehabilitation. I think that there has to be a humanizing belief that offenders can be saved. Um, saved feels religious. I don't mean it like that. Um, that offenders can be rehabilitated. Um, and I think that the consequences to the crime are the lack of freedom. And I don't think that living in prison is necessary, necessarily um, torturous. You know, I think that living in prison can now be enriching because you can do degrees, you can learn other languages, you can, you know, you can be part of really, really wholesome activity. The victim um, can't be. The victim has no, all, the, the, all the those possibilities taken away and the victim's family live with that for the rest of their lives, knowing that that yeah, person but, is learning new languages and getting degrees. But they've lost their freedom, their freedom of movement, their ability to enrich their life by, by traveling you've just, freely you've around just the world. You've just described an incarceration, which is, which is actually a bit of a picnic. I mean, you know, you can... It's not, it's ab sorry, but it's absolutely not a picnic. You cannot say that unless you've experienced living in prison. It's not a picnic. You know, you, you lose all sense of self, all sense of self-identity, you, you know, your own individual identity. But you, you can take degrees and you can learn new languages, according to you. But that is part of the rehabilitation process, you know, and I think that I, I know what you're doing. You're trying to play dev devil's advocate, but I don't believe in an eye for an eye. I don't think that that is a humanist solution to progress. I th did that make sense? <laughs> I, I don't. Think all all that apart that from the humanist bit. Well, sorry, humanist. Uh, I don't think it's. A, I think I think humane is probably what you meant. Yeah. Sorry, humane. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't yeah. think that it's a humane solution. Um, I no. just I just don't see the the only benefit I can see to killing people is is the financial cost to the government. That's it, or or to the you know to the public because I guess it's you know paid through taxes as well. But but that just feels wrong. It feels so morally wrong. And I still think that even with a, a justice system that has a jury and stuff like that and the different stages, I think mistakes can be made. And one, like Ben already said, once someone's killed, you can't go back on that. And I, and I think also, it, I, for me, it would be a much worse punishment to have to spend my life living in prison than what being if, killed. What if... Um, what if the, the public as a whole, I mean, we live in a democracy, we all agree that, right? And that's a preferable thing. What, what if the public as a whole are, are the majority of the public thinks that the capital, capital punishment should be in place? Um, well, it's, that's a really tricky question because I, if that was the case, I, I would question how 
uh, progressive well how much we have progressed over the years because that but does that like matter very, very does that does that matter because if if we live in a democracy and we believe that the majority should sw- carry the day then surely it's it, the democratic uh, decision is to adhere to the p- will of the people no i just um i'm not sure that i agree with that um obviously i don't i w- wouldn't like to live under a um tyrannical government or whatever but i just that to me feels very regressive and i feel like there's also to, to just to bring up another point i think there is a responsibility to um to rehabilitate when you look at the disparity of wealth which leads poorer folk into criminal activity to survive well i don't i don't disagree with that i mean there are lots there are lots of arguments about, as to flaws in the uh, death penalty but i'm just wanting to concentrate on this one thing at the moment because when parliament abolished the death penalty in 1969 that was in the teeth of a large majority of the public it's it's a dwindling majority but it's it's still around 50% even now um they did that in the teeth of a large majority of public of the of of the public that wanted the death penalty in place ben is that is that how we should govern in a democratic society um it's it's really difficult i uh don't think we should ever vote on removing people's human rights i don't think that i think those should just be in the constitution that you cannot you cannot break someone's human rights um but then i i also can see the side where if if it's voted for i have to respect democracy even though i wouldn't uh, wouldn't agree with it maybe yeah no well i definitely wouldn't agree with it um well, human rights are enshrined in 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 law, right? Mm. But, the, but those hu- the very Human Rights Act itself has to go through a democratic process, correct? Yeah, I. It's really it's really difficult. Um, I just think don't think that I would. I think I would have to move country if that was if if the death penalty was put in place, just because while I respect um, the our right as as people to vote, I wouldn't agree with the vote and therefore wouldn't agree with um, the laws that we had in place and would have to would have to move somewhere. <laughs> Where would you go? I oh, I don't. We yeah, would miss maybe. you, Ben. We would definitely miss you. Oh. <laughs> it's such a complicated <laughs> subject, isn't it? Because so many countries have signed the Human Rights Act and then don't even follow it. <laughs> mm. So it's kind of like it, you know, people's human rights are being violated all the time around the world. I, I bring up this democratic point because um, you know the United States of America is death penalty central. Not you know? all over America. Just no, but the United ways. States is the place. You know, it, it, it is lawful. Individual states have abolished it, you know, fine. Interestingly, one of the most liberal ones, California, has not abolished it, which is interesting. It doesn't tend There's to... There's only eight states in America that have um, the death penalty. But it includes I California. Think. It does, and Florida, actually. 
For, yeah, but I don't, I don't, I, yeah, <laughs> Florida doesn't surprise me because Florida is, you know, Florida voted for Trump, let's face it. Um, California, Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, Montana. Ca- Oregon, California, I, mean. I think, is a big surprise because California is, is very, very progressive in so many ways. And yet in this one case, it still has the death penalty, although it hasn't executed anybody. I, I haven't got the stats. You may have them, but I, I know it hasn't executed people in, a, in, a, in some time, although it has a death row. It has people on death row. Um, but, you know, the fact of the but matter think- is, the fact of the matter is that, that the United States of America, the people are overwhelmingly in favor of the death penalty. I mean, I remember going to Arizona. I used to have to go to Arizona on business. You've been there, Tony, with me. Um, I remember sitting in the lobby of a hotel there because uh, I am against the death penalty um, and have been for as far back as I can remember. I can't actually remember a time I was in favor of the death penalty. Um, and I was sitting in the lobby of a hotel and there were two uh, American attorneys in there. And I don't know how we got onto the subject of the death penalty. It seems an odd thing to discuss with people you've just met in the bar. Um, but they absolutely horrified me. What they had to say absolutely horrified me because they, you know, I hit them with the thing that you've both been saying, which is, well, one of the main things, it, it, one, one of the things that we do know is that the American justice system has killed a lot of innocent people. We know that. There isn't any doubt about that. And, you know, you can't correct those mistakes. You know what their their answer to that was? It's a price worth paying. And, uh, you know, it it literally horrified horrified me. I would disagree with you that the United States is largely in favor of the death penalty because I think that democracy shows that there, there are less, there are less states that um, have voted for the death penalty than haven't. Well, I, I don't think that, I don't think you're making the ca- that, that case by saying that because um, it, the, the public here has been, in favor as majority has been in favor of the death penalty for a long time since it was abolished in 69 but not now now it's split 50 50 yes it's it's split 50 50 now and and as i say that majority is dwindling or that number of people in favor is dwindling as younger people like ben uh, come along and are against it instinctively but part but it but remember parliament made that decision in the teeth of public opinion. So, you know, when I say America is overwhelmingly in favor of it, I should perhaps qualify that and say public opinion in America is overwhelmingly in favor of the death penalty. It's just a fact. Um, But I would say, like, with, with states like California, it's the people that are progressive, not the local government. I think that's the problem with California. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going on there, really. Um, I, I, would, I would have expected them to have abolished it a long time ago. Uh, my, 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 you know, I have seen the justice system of the United States and the UK up 
close and personal, not on the criminal side, I hasten to add, <laughs> uh, but um, on the civil side. And there are such that it is both systems are so racked with flaws. And I imagine any justice system is. Uh, but to my mind, flawed justice systems are bound to lead to mistakes. We know they do lead to mistakes. And therefore, you cannot, in good conscience, allow a penalty as drastic as death that you cannot correct. You cannot allow that to remain in place in, in a system where you cannot produce a guaranteed result. And you never will, with any justice system, be able to produce a guaranteed result. So that, for me, there are many other um, arguments, and you've both articulated them very well, and there are many more even besides those. But that alone should mean that a progressive society doesn't uh, do that. And I don't know why the United States of America, great country that it is, would want to be on the same list as Iraq, Iran, Saudi Arabia, and China. They, those, the, the, together with the United States, those countries kill, put the most people to death. Why would you want to be on that list? Does that mean that you're speaking badly about those other countries? Yes. Well, in, this, in, in regard of their human rights uh, records, yes. Their human rights record, with, uh, with the exception of the United States, the, their human rights record, Saudi Arabia, Iran, Iraq, and China, are, are abysmal. So that's, that, that, that's my view. Um, did you want to say anything else uh, about, um, you know, you mentioned chemical castration. We haven't got very long. We've got about another one minute. Well, I mean, that's probably a fate worse than death, isn't it, for um, someone? <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that seems pretty torturous to me. Where is that practiced? I, I, there I don't are know. eight states, I think, in America. I think my fact that I gave you earlier was wrong. I think there's capital punishment in 28 states, but there is only chemical castration in eight states. And the eight states that I gave you before are the ones that use that form of punishment. Yeah, California, I mean, Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, Montana, Oregon, Texas, and Wisconsin. It, it, I mean, in short, it's, I mean, without knowing a lot more about it, and I don't know anything about it, it sounds very primitive to me. Um, so, yeah, I would agree. So I think we're probably... And it seems to be a, it seems to be a focus on demasculate... Well, how do you pronounce that word? Demasculating someone mm. as if that's really important to them mm. and i think that that's a really strange yeah final word from strange. you ben um yeah i don't think that the death penalty should ever be introduced and it should be taken away from all the countries that it that it is currently in we we, we would probably need to invade them to do that <laughs> to, to well that about. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, probably not the best uh, no. <laughs> way of oh. prosecuting that thought, but I understand what you mean. No, anyway. no, no, yeah, I just... Yeah, no, anyway, great to have you um, on again, Ben, and uh, look forward to your next appearance. 
we, we've got to find something that we don't agree on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so um, I think uh, there might be something in the pipeline that we don't agree on. We'll see. Anyway, thank you both uh, very much, Lil Tone and Ben. And thank you, dear listener. We have done some really interesting episodes recently. Um, and our last episode, if you haven't managed to catch it, you need to definitely listen uh, to uh, Lil Tone's views on whether we should still be celebrating Thanksgiving. We, this, that's very topical at this time of year. And uh, she has some very interesting uh, views on that <laughs> you need to hear. Uh, previous to that, we had discussed uh, the uh, charade of the American election. <laughs> we still don't know. Which who is their, still going on. <laughs> yeah, they still don't know who their president is. And that seems to be set to run and run, certainly into the new year. So we watch that with interest and we'll doubtless be talking about that again. And we'll have lots of other interesting uh, uh, topics to discuss but we want to hear your views so let us know what you think about what we've been discussing give us your opinions in the usual ways uh, you'll see in the show notes how to do that but so i won't dwell on that here so for now it's goodbye from me goodbye from me and goodbye from me thank you thank <laughs> you <laughs> thank you all very much bye for now <laughs>